I read a couple weeks ago that for every one available apartment in town, there were 13 people who wanted to rent it. That that sounds about right. right. I would say 13 to 15. Wow. Most everyone living in Slow County has rented sometime in their life. And if you're lucky, you may have acquired a rental that you're making a little bit of income off of. In this episode of the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with Hal Swayze, we talk with Cindy from Castle Keepers Property Management about some of the things she is experiencing in the current rental market and how to best manage the renter-landlord relationship no matter what side you're on. Great tips in this episode if you are a renter or looking to make some money off of some property. Let's roll. Okay. All right, let's roll. I got permission from JT to get going. Mr. Swayze, how are you? I'm great, James. Thanks for having me again. Mr. Turner is here. How are you, sir? Fantastic. Thanks for asking. And a guy, I always say Mr. Pete. Jay, how are you? Wunderbar. Wunderbar. Bu- oh, <laughs> Wunderbar. Nice. And Jeff is here. Do you have your microphone on? You're going to scream at it over there? Yeah, microphone's uh, going. It's on. Great. Yeah, it's it, on. it is going. It, yeah, it is. It is wow. going. He yeah. holds that really close. I didn't realize that. Is that it? Should we all be doing that? It's no, the facial you, hair. You were technically the only professional I make adjustments for you guys. So Thank you. You make adjustments. You're very accommodating. But Cindy probably knows what to do. Who is that? Nobody knows who's here I know. You have to just let the cat out of the bag. Sorry. We're having a lot of fun with a special guest. We we have a very special one here today, Cindy Halfley, who runs Castle Keepers Property Management. So having been in this a long time, we thought it would be nice for our listeners to get a little bit about what's happening in the rental market for both owners and tenants. Welcome, Cindy. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I've been asking to come on this um, podcast for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, we're going to untie you shortly. Uh, Yeah, we had to get in here and tie her up and and can't get away. High on my list. Hold on. You broke her arm to get her You know, we're a pretty popular podcast. There's like five, six, seven people that listen to us. I have heard, yes. Kind of a big deal in James's house. Yeah, Yeah. my house. Everybody in James's house listens to it. Yeah, all two of us. And then, Cindy, I'd like to share this with the listeners. So, you. You used to be on the radio. I actually was on the radio, uh, K Auto Radio out uh-huh. of Cambria, California. Of yeah. 92 to 96. Had okay. a little Sunday afternoon radio show. Wow. And my DJ handle was Flower Child. Flower Whoa. Child. Oh, okay. Flower Got it. Child. Because I was a florist. Okay. Oh, oh that's right. So, uh, yeah, pre property management. You yeah. might not live that one down around here. Flower yeah. Child. A, uh, Is that why you have the flowers on your car? Flowers on my car. Flowers on my desk. Okay. Very floral. Flowers Very on floral. my clothing. Yeah, yeah. Flower child. Hey, it it yeah. all makes sense. Hey, Cindy, far out. Hey. Far, far out. <laughs> far out. Well, and the music was, or what kind of... Well, K Otter was a very unique freeform radio station where the DJs actually got to pick their own music. It was a lot of singer-songwriter, folk music, classic rock, with some jazz thrown in. Frank Zappa. All right, Frank Zappa. Actually, yeah. a little bit of Frank Zappa. Okay, of course. Yeah. That's freeform right. in yeah. my mind. Yeah. yeah, that is freeform. Tell us about Castle Keepers. How long you've been doing this, please? Okay, Castle Keepers Property Management was originally owned by Sharon Castle, mm-hmm. a local realtor here. And in 1990, my uh, fabulous mother, Phyllis Smith, purchased Castle Keepers from Sharon, and she ran the company until a uh, wonderful local duo, Hal Swayze and Maria Swayze, purchased Castle Keepers about uh, 10 years ago, 11 years ago. Yeah, 10 or 11. Yeah. Full disclosure, I do know those people. <laughs> <laughs> there is a senior. Well, yeah. Sure, yeah. That's my yeah. Fa- no, he's junior. I'm actually the third. Yeah, so my dad. Oh, your dad's. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Go that's yeah. quite all right. Yeah. So um, I've been with Castle Keepers for 20 years now. Love it. 
It's really, I actually really do. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're not being forced to I, say that. No. What, no. What's the best part? Yeah. The best part is helping people. It's tricky navigating either owning a rental or deciding to rent in San Luis Obispo because it's a very competitive market. Mm-hmm. Being helpful to people, it, it gives me great satisfaction. When people search for property managers and, and they go online, you guys get outstanding reviews. My daughter's one of your renters, and uh, she loves you guys. Oh, that's because, good. Because you're so, uh, uh, you, you know, you're there, and and you act on whatever issue needs to be addressed quickly. So uh, there's nothing better than that, having a landlord or a... I guess we can't use that word anymore. Having an owner, property manager, prop, owner. A, or a property manager, housing that, provider, that's that's receptive to you know what needs to be done. Yeah. Uh, that's good to hear, and that is uh, that's very important to us. And I think that property management companies, on the whole, uh, really are um, stereotypically spoken about in a negative way, and they're not the enemy. And I I think a lot of tenants are hesitant to rent from a property management company because they've heard negative things. And uh, that's not the kind of property management company that we intend to be. And in the long run, it's better for everyone because the happier the tenants are, the better they treat a property um, and the longer they stay in a property, which saves property owners money and turnover costs. And it's a win-win. Can you give us some do's and don'ts when applying for a... (laughs) For a house, you know, get, let's yeah. give some advice on, on what to do. Be honest. Be cautious of anything that sounds too good to be true because there are a lot of scams out there. Meet people face to face. Know your tenant rights. Those are very important to me also. Um, California is really, really up on tenant rights. It's great for tenants to know what their rights are. It helps everyone in the end. Is it pretty competitive still for people looking for homes to rent and yes. properties to rent? It's incredibly competitive here, especially for one-bedroom apartments, two-bedroom houses and apartments and condos. Three-bedroom um, and up is, uh, it seems at least right now, there's a little more on the market that's mm-hmm. waiting for the right renters. We are low, I think, across the board on one- and two-bedroom I read a couple of weeks ago that for every one available apartment in town, there were 13 people who wanted to rent it. That, that sounds sound about right? right. I would say 13 to 15. Wow. Yeah. Jay, Jay, you also have property management. I mean, are you, are you seeing a big change from the perspective of, um, you know, your company? Um, just the, the expectations of what, um, homeowners are wanting to collect in rents because they're seeing, you know, the rents continue to go up, go up, go up. We've kind of hit a threshold where rates are starting. They're, they're, the rental values are coming down just a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think that are more in line with what the property should rent for. Mm-hmm. And I was seeing, uh, homeowners getting rents that far exceeded what a mortgage would be on that property. Right. Um, but because the tenant, the people that were renting didn't have a down payment on a property, it was just, that's what they were forced to do. But I, I think there's, we're seeing a little bit of kickback, especially in the, uh, the three, two arena. The people are saying, listen, 4,200 bucks a month just isn't going to fly. Um, we're getting back down into that 35 to 38 range. Um, at least that's, that's what we're seeing. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I'm seeing that too. I, I am seeing, you know, something that's really unique is the short-term rental market is all not evaporated, but it has it has gotten really, really dry. Um, so a lot of t- people that are out there looking for properties might look to what used to be short-term rentals because those things might be turning into long-term rentals. Um, during COVID, hotels shut down. Those that business was booming, um, but now it's dried up quite a bit. 
I, I heard Hal say one of the things you guys are really good at is vetting. When you vet a potential renter, what do you look at? So we're looking at um, a lot of things. We're looking at their credit worthiness, so how strong is their credit report. Mostly looking for anything negative would be a red flag. And also that gives us a chance to look at their income to debt ratio um, because someone could have great income but have just uh, out-of-this-world debt that they're paying each month, and that gets a little risky for knowing that they're going to be able to keep paying their rent each month. Um, we actually make phone calls and get personal character references and really encourage people to give us a lot of feedback on how long they've known someone, if they, you know, how responsible and reliable they've found them to be. Those are, and and definitely previous landlord references. Those are always the the very most important thing to hear from as previous landlords. Do you have any sort of a cutoff on credit score? No, the credit reporting that we do is not a FICA score based credit report. It it's looking at trade lines that they've been paid on time. Red flags are things like cell phones and utilities going to collection. Um, those are things we don't like to see on a credit report. We're not really looking for a FICA score. When people, I was about to say a little earlier, ask me about the company, I just summarize it by saying, boy, if you had um, a child that was about to get married, you'd want Cindy and Maria to be vetting the uh, potential suitor for your son or daughter. So they're very thorough uh, check references. And I feel like you guys have a good intuition as well because, you know, there's very few bad instances, but if they are bad, it really is a tough go. Yeah. You've got a pretty good track record. I hate to say it out loud, but in the amount of time that I've been doing this, um, we've had zero evictions and we've had zero lost rent even after COVID. There is a lot of intrinsic screening that is just a matter of meeting people and getting a feel for them to know that they are going to be a good bet as a renter. Yeah. Yeah, so That's you- amazing. Zero. Thank you. Yeah, that, that is, is amazing. You should get a raise. <laughs> Every day. Yeah. <laughs> so, Cindy, on the other side of the equation, you've got uh, housing providers, owners um, of, of property that maybe are renting or thinking of renting, moving out, keeping their property. Um, you know, there's always option to do it on your own. There's option to hire a property manager. Um, I, I would say this, for those people that have converted from, hey, we did it on our own to now taking on a property manager, what, what is the thing that they discover, you think, by using the service? Because you, you don't know what you don't know. Um, using a property manager, your property manager is going to have a big list of approved vendors that they've used for years and have great success with getting projects done um, at a great price, quickly, uh, getting re- fast response mm-hmm. on getting work done. Um, a property manager is also that uh, third person, so it's not so personal when you're dealing with something directly as a landlord. You can ask for something to happen and have it go through your property manager and um, let them maybe be the bad guy a little bit. Um, and also a property manager is going to have a better idea of what the local market is doing and the time of year that's going to be better for your property to turn over and just being available 24 seven. You don't want to get a phone call at three in the morning because your tenant has a leaking water heater. Yeah. Let your property manager get that phone call. 
Yeah, and, and it seems like, and you do it day to day, and, and I don't know this per se, that I always hear people worry about that the most. And, and it seems to me like the, the couple of things of dealing with the people, you know, a tricky tenant is, is super challenging. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I, I agree 100% because we have rental property and we can't manage them through the company because that's a conflict of interest not allowed. So, you know, it's so much easier to have a manager. Yeah. So we just hire someone else. I mean, I've hired another manager to manage our property simply because they're going to do a better job than I would. It's not a business relationship anymore. It becomes personal. Right. It's it's what we do for a living. I think it's worth it. Well, yeah. And and usually the information you provide about what's available in terms of rent and so forth, I'm sure it more than pays for itself, you know. I, w- I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all, all, all your happy owners say that, I guess, right? We do have a lot yeah. of happy owners, yeah. yes. That's great. You hear about tenants and property owners that, are, that, that don't treat each other nicely. Uh, maybe lack of, of a respectful, mutual respect. A few years ago, we, we uh, had a couple of rentals that when, when we ever had more than two, we went to a property manager with two my wife said she'd do it, so we let her do it. We, we never really had problems, but one time, you know what we did? This is this is a fun story. We, we most of ours were Cal Poly rentals, so the, we had this five bedroom over on Jeffrey, and we brought all five guys over to our house. They took off their shoes, they walked in in their socks, and we sat them in our kitchen, and we had a little conversation with them. Told them what we expected from them, and I said, "Look, guys, if if you pay your rent on time, there'll be a prize for you." First month, I got all five checks by the first of the month. They, they were all senior, junior and senior students. They were all 21. A 30 rack showed up on their front door on, on the second of the month because they paid their rent on the first. You know I never got a, a, a late rent check the rest of the time they lived there. Smart. And on the first of the month, they all got a 30 rack. That's a bunch of beers is what that is, right? A 30 rack the, of, okay. of yeah. Coors. That's real estate lingo. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> real yeah. estate lingo. And you know what? They treated the property, like to your point you made earlier, yeah. They, they treated the prop. The, the point, I'm, I mean, it's a fun story, but the point is they treated the property with respect. Now, they were dairy science majors, so if something went wrong, they, they knew how to fix it. I never even got a phone call at 2 in the morning when the faucet leaked because they fixed it. Yeah. But, but they treated the property with respect. And I think, I think it, it, you know, uh, property owners and tenants, if, if they treat each other with mutual respect, the whole relationship would work out a whole lot better, don't you think? Just like anything in life. Yeah. Yes. Boy, isn't that the truth? Yeah. And, uh, and I will add, I'm, I used to be a homeowner. My partner used to own multiple homes in the county. We do not anymore. We are adult renters here. And I was born in San Luis Obispo. So I really, really care about our renters. And I want their experience to be positive one and a respectful one as JT said it means a lot to me I think that shows in the quality of what we do I like renters I'm a renter myself right? and I fixed my fridge last night JT <laughs> had a bad way to go because <laughs> you got a 30 rack from him yeah. up here yeah. Yeah. the ice machine was frozen over so I've got a hair dryer and hair dried it for a couple minutes and from a property management perspective do you prefer when tenants take it upon themselves to fix things or would you rather uh you know this is a great en- question enlist enlist the because i've always thought yeah. you know when renting i always thought well if i could just rent it's that whole treating the yes. the landlord with respect thing i could take something off their plate i might be doing good but then also 
my repair skills probably might not be it up can to, go up bad. To yeah, you shouldn't rewire the <laughs> mechanically <laughs> inclined. I am, by the way. I was very... I was thinking about this as JT was talking about his uh, dairy science uh, tenants fixing the plumbing. It can go bad, and and if it's changing a light bulb, I love tenants that can figure that out on their own. If it is turning off the valve to your water on your toilet so you can do something with the toilet and it's a very old valve and it breaks and then it just starts mm-hmm. leaking everywhere then i'd really rather you just start with calling me and having me send a professional to take care of things yeah i love it when tenants let us know what's happening so that we, we can then delegate and give them some advice a lot of times it's just a garbage disposal that's stuck or not working. Talking people through little problems and saving the expense of sending a maintenance person is great. I'd rather know about it so we can deal with it the proper way. Yeah. Thanks, Jeff. Way to make me look bad. Well, way to make me look bad, yeah, Jeff. No, way to go. Yeah. Well, and, it, and it's funny because you bring that up because, John, we talk about this in, in, in the office and with our clients, and, and it sounds like the word communication makes all the difference. Yes. Yeah. So that's, so, that, that's why we found that home here. And who picks up that expense? Which expense? The, well, if something goes bad, let's say, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the toilet breaks and, and, well, and I break it. Oh, it, yeah, that's the thing. Is, is, did the tenant break it um, or is it something that just went wrong? So Both scenarios, what happens? Yeah, well, it's, it's tricky. If it's your fault, then tenant pays for it. But if it's just something that, that happened of no fault of your own, that's a landlord expense. And that can be tricky to figure out sometimes, too. That's why I come in handy with 20 years of experience. If there's glass, broken glass down a garbage disposal, a tenant did that. Right. <laughs> With your decades of experience, Cindy, and I know you started at a really young age at this business, what's the biggest change you've seen in, in your role or what's happening out in the marketplace? It just gets more and more competitive each year. And each year, um, what I would say, our, our turnover season um, with student rentals, gets earlier and earlier we it used to be that we'd get phone calls in february and march wanting to know what we'd have available for late summer early fall now we get those phone calls and emails in november and december asking what we're going to have for the next year so so when you say competitive for tenants to find housing yes okay for tenants to find housing it's more and more competitive so it's it's we have a lot of demand yes. and not much available in relation to that, it sounds like. Correct. And I tell a lot of applicants this when I have to let them know that someone else was chosen for a property. I wish I had five of these properties because I have five great applicants and I'd love to get them all in a rental. Yeah. Yeah. So great problem for a property owner it is. Have, and, and, and sometimes for a manager. I just want to know, how did you sign off on K Otter when you were on the radio? Oh. <laughs> Flower child out. Do you remember? Do you remember? Do you have the xylophone? Yeah. Dun, you know, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I, I didn't, <laughs> but um, I only did that for a few years and it was only one day a week, but I still, when I'm feeling stressful, have dreams that my microphone's not working. I can't get the record player to work. Mm. I can't find the right CD. It's, and you forgot about the test that day in school. Exactly. Yeah. Same yeah. stress. Yeah. Okay. Cause, because it was a live radio station. It was, yeah. Yeah. Whether you could not have dead air. It was, 
it was happening. <laughs> For those that might not know, a record is uh, yeah, it's yeah, a it's round a vinyl. Disc. Yeah, there's an imprintation, a little needle it plays picks vinyl. up. Vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a frisbee, but thinner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds like we're running out of stuff here. So let's uh, go ahead and wrap it up. Anybody have any last questions for Miss Cindy? Well, I'd just like to thank Miss Cindy Halfley of Castle Keepers for all her great work and what she does in the community. So thank you, Cindy. And, and how can they reach Cindy if, uh, if they're interested in talking to her? Ah, very That's good. You. Um, so our website is ckpm.com. And it's an amazing site. Oh, it it's is an a amazing beautiful site. Yeah, we we we're very we're just tiptoeing into modern era and just <laughs> updated our early '90s website last year, and it's beautiful. So go check it out, ckpm.com, and that is where we list anything that we have coming up for rent. And if they want to talk to you on the phone, what's your number? It's eight zero five. Five four three nine one three eight. Thank you very much again, Cindy. Thank you. And uh, we will talk to everybody next week. Thank you for listening to the House Wazy podcast. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. It comes out every Monday, so check for it in your feed for the latest information on the San Luis Obispo County market. The Slow County Real Estate with House Swayze podcast is available wherever you get your podcast and on housewazy.com where you can find current listings and other real estate tips. Housewazy.com, that's H-A-L-S-W-E-A-S-E-Y.com. I am James Bueno, Director of Marketing for the House Swayze Group. If you're looking for anything real estate, give us a call, 805-781-3750. House Swayze is a licensed California real estate broker. DRE number 01111911. The Slow County Real Estate with House Swayze Podcast is a production of AGM Podcasts. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.